Ramble. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello. And Ariel. Hi. And our podcast picks at Rainy. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, she's back in the studio again because Miles is still out of the office at the moment, but we're thrilled to have you. Yeah. Everybody loved your femininity episode. Yes. Thank you. Well, it was all, you guys had the deep thoughts. So thank you for being the best host for that episode. All those deep thoughts that we had. And you actually came up with another prompt for us. You're just a little prompt machine over there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yes, today's episode is on aging. I think people have a lot of different approaches to aging. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I want to hear about how you guys are feeling and how you guys used to feel. And I think aging comes with um, youth and comes with getting older and and learning more. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to hear what you guys, what wisdom you have. Oh, <laughs> wow. There's this, there's this um, book that we read to Wes before bed. I don't know if you guys ever read Berenstein Bears. Oh, yeah. But we, uh, we inherited a bunch of books from my parents and Wes, he, it, like they list a bunch of more books on the back. And so we've mm-hmm. gotten a bunch more. But there's one that is, um, they spend a week at grandma's. Mm-hmm. And there's this one line where, um, you know, the, the grandparents say something or like the kids are like, you guys know so much. How do you know so much? And they're like, well, you know, it's great being an old person because uh, every day you learn something new. And the kids look at them and they say, well, you must know everything because you are so old. Oh, boy. (laughs) I just just thought about that and I'm like, huh, uh, Rainy, you are in like your early 20s, right? I was about to say, I think a good place to start would be how old is everyone? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm 31 and I'll be 32 in May. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm 29 and I'll be 30 in November. So I just freshly, freshly 29. Go ahead. Wow. Yeah. I still can't believe, I can't wait for Maggie's 30th birthday. Woo! What, what, are, you, what are we going to call it? Flirty 30? And thriving. Yeah. <laughs> what um, else do we call it? And I, how old am I? I'm 36. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll turn 37 in November. I'm 24 and I'm going to turn 25 in a second, February. Ooh, oh my in February. But going to nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have like, when you think of like youth shining memory or like warm memory or like calm, what, what do you think of? I have this memory of me and my sister, uh, my mom was always too nervous to let us roller skate outside. Not that I grew up in like a rough part of town where there was lots of crime, whatever. My mom just had a lot of things to do in the house and she wasn't comfortable with us being outside unsupervised. So um, in the winter, me and my younger sister would uh, roller skate around like a 500 square foot garage. And we had like an intercom system and we would go hours and hours. And I just remember the song like starry eyed surprise and me and my younger sister just like vibing just oh, vibing, so vibing. Yes. and then like sometimes it'd be too cold so my dad would like turn on this space heater but it was like an actual flame <laughs> it was like an actual i don't it was not safe but it's like a fire pit <laughs> yeah for real and then i just remember my mom like didn't want to like bother the neighbors so she like installed this intercom system between the garage and the house she's like ladies it's time for dinner <laughs> oh but then, but then eventually they had to take it away because me and my sister would get on like fights and we'd be like bringing the dog towards each other. But that's like one of my like childhood memories that I like can never uh, let go because it's just so funny. That's the <laughs> oh, that's sweetest world. Are we talking um, rollerblades? Or? Rollerblades. No. I was. I'm so good. I can picture all of it. I just couldn't picture the. Was it like the retro skates or the blades? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nineties babies doing those blades. Like, yeah, you blades for life. I'm a big like senses person. So like smells and tastes are huge for me. So like Mm. certain foods bring me back to childhood, Mm. but smells. Oh my God. I spent so much time with my grandparents when I was little, my mom's parents. I did with my dad's parents too, but I specifically Estee Lauder perfume and cigarettes are like, is it, is it Estee Lauder beautiful? Burned. I don't know. 
I just okay. know it's an Estee Lauder perfume. <laughs> <laughs> but like literally I have like records from my grandparents. I have some of my grandpa's old clothes. I have like mm. all of these, like I have all my grandma's Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. And like literally you just open it up and I'm immediately like, ah. you take a big whiff of it. And I'm like, I feel Aww. like I'm little again. That's Aww. so interesting that when you're little and when like your grandparents are old, it's the same smell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eventually it smelled less like cigarettes because he stopped smoking. <laughs> yeah. But most of my childhood was spent with him smoking. So it was just like this musky yeah. cigarette and, and perfume. Uh, perfume. Yeah. Mm. But also now the smell of cigarettes absolutely disgusts me. Mm, really? Interesting. Yeah. I can't stand it. If I see a grown adult smoking at a party, I'm like, what's wrong with you? If there's yeah. like a 60 year old smoking, I'm like, I get it. You were tricked as a child. You are now addicted to this. Mm-hmm. Even when the boys, I like was very mad at Keith when they did their um, like old Hollywood men shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if his picture ended up going in it or if they ended up taking part of it out, but he had to have a cigarette for what he was doing. Oh, really? And it was a lit cigarette. And I was like, did you take a puff off of a lit cigarette? And he was like, yeah, because I could smell it on him when he got home. And I was like, that's fucked up. Wow. I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Mm. That's I so hate funny. it. Like a single, just being a single, in the room with oh, a cigarette. I am yeah. so like, that is my number one, like, I used to be so disgusted by. I, I was really afraid that I would start smoking, which is like, <gasps> oh no, nightmares about it. I was like, so, oh, no. yeah, the smell. I think it's like the lack of control because you like see those people in like icy climates. <gasps> yeah. And I'm like, oh, you, you like, are controlled by this. Like, oh, oh, yeah, when they're standing outside all bundled up and smoking. Yeah. I mean, it is an addiction. It's a, an addictive substance. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, young people who smoke, if you're listening to this and you smoke, stop. Stop. <laughs> or I will come to your house and I will find you and I will shame you until you put it away. And Truth it's campaign. Becky cares about is here. you. It's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so mm-hmm. so is it a good smell like the the albums and the clothes? Or is it oh like, yeah, those it's, are good. That's smells. still good, even though it's yeah. cigarettes. Even okay. though the cigarettes, because they're kind of like mustard with cigarettes. So yeah, not like you know, yeah. it's like full blown an old one. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, the new cigarette smoke. I'm like yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they, it does smell different. I don't know. What yeah, called. it's something. I don't know if it's they were making cigarettes yeah. from back then or what, but yeah, maybe just old cigarette smoke smells. They don't use this hand soap a lot yeah. anymore, but you know when you go into Target and they have like the very like fluorescent pink? Mm-hmm. That reminds me of childhood a lot. Like yes. This, oh. That reminds me yes. so much of yeah. childhood. I'm like... Am I in Miss Heinz's class? I like know. they're great. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. time I smell that, I think of just being young. It's like It's like school soap. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. School so Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For naivete, do you have a memory of like just getting in way over your head or just like having a, a undeserved confidence? I I just, for as long as I can remember, I have been able to muster up confidence that is <laughs> completely like massively undeserved. Super. You know, I <laughs> I think I think at some point I convinced myself that you needed to fake it to make it. Mm-hmm. And so I like, I always got really good at um, like just adding a little bit to stories and things like that. Ned <laughs> hates it when I do that. He yeah. hates it because he's like, <laughs> I was there and that isn't what happened, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, you're an embellisher. I'm an embellisher. <laughs> I am. I am. And, and it's always made me like a good storyteller, but to, to the detriment of the people that were there, you know, oh, my sister too. My sister, she hates it when I embellish stories. She's like, that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm like, well, it basically did. It just didn't happen to me. You know? <laughs> it happened to someone somewhere at some time. Yeah, so. Exactly being larger than life, I guess, in some mm. ways. Like I was really nervous the first time that I met you guys. And remember I got drunk, dropped a plate of food. <gasps> oh my well, God. She wasn't, it was just me and Mac. Okay. This was okay. like first, first. Yes. It was, I was really, ever. really nervous. That Aww. plate of food story will stay with me till the day I die. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was uh, like, I was mortified, but I also, I was just like, I can't be mortified right now. I can't be this. I, I'm going to be hilarious. I'm going to kick it under the table, you know, like, yeah. And, and how did that come off? It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. The next day I was like, that chick really just kicked some food under a table. Whoa. 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 Wait, was this at like the BuzzFeed? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. the BuzzFeed, like first ever holiday party when the boys were there. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Had Keith and Ned been working together at the time? Like, did did they have, like, a working relationship? Or were they sort of, like, all in the the um, class of... They had a working relationship. I think they had a working had relationship. And I want to say they maybe had done a couple of... Uh, Ah, Try Guys video or yeah. two, okay. but it wasn't. But at the time, the Try Guys, yeah, they like because they were so popular at the time. You know, like the the, the underwear ones really just skyrocketed. Yeah. Um. At and so I think it was around that time when mm-hmm. they were sort of these like minor celebrities at BuzzFeed. <gasps> you know, because they had these videos that were just taking off. Yeah. And, and everybody was like, oh, those are the guys that had like the like 10 million plus videos or whatever. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we on, on the coat heels of them, we're <laughs> like, we are also minor celebrities here. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was <laughs> a funny party. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't remember much. <laughs> I want to hear more about other people's naivete. (laughs) My naivete. I mean, I would say I lived a youth where I didn't do much bad, many bad things. I know. I feel similarly (laughs) to you. I was always like such a rule follower. Like I would, I'd probably be the type of person like, oh, I don't fit the criteria for this. Okay, I have no business doing that. Okay, I'm going to be over here. Like I was like very, I don't know, my parents did very good in raising me and to follow rules because I was like, oh, can't do that. (laughs) Yeah, I think I went the opposite way though once I hit college where I was like, I've been so good in my youth, like – Now's the time to be a bad kid. <laughs> and I wasn't even that bad. Bad girl back. Um, but I did get an underage drinking ticket when I was <gasps> a freshman and juice or sophomore. Sophomore in college. Whoa. And oh, where were college. you? Yeah, what happened? Oh, so this is very embarrassing because it was a Jersey Shore themed party. Oh, so no. I was dressed like Snooky because <laughs> oh, it was no. the height of like Jersey Shore. And oh, I God. even like, because I didn't have enough money to pay it, I had to call my parents <gasps> and tell them, oh, which no. was like the scariest thing I've ever done because my parents like don't really drink. <laughs> they yeah. don't, and like my, you know, my dad was probably, my dad was more of a bad boy than my mom was when they were little. Uh-huh. So like, I was like mortified. I told my mom and she was like, I can't talk to you right <gasps> now. Talk to your father. And then I told my dad and he was like, send you to college and you're a little lush now. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like crying. I was so distraught. Aww. I feel like I, it was expensive though. That college really. And I also like, yes, I should not have been underage drinking, but I will say that there were times where I should have gotten a ticket and I didn't. And this time I really did only have one hard cider. I only had one and the police officer scared me. And he said, Aww. if I took a breathalyzer and I failed, he'd take me to jail. <gasps> Which I Are think you was serious? a lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lie. It was a straight up lie. Absolutely but not. the one sort of sneakier thing I did do is we did have that hard cider in my dorm room. And, you know, you weren't allowed to have alcohol in the dorms because we are underage and you should not be drinking underage. Yeah. Um, I, so our town was called Bloomington Normal was where the school was. Uh, so the school was in Normal. And so I just said I was drinking at a party in Bloomington because I didn't want to get in trouble for drinking in the dorms. And it turned out, because it was like a 60-person party that got busted, Uh turned out every other person except for me and one other girl had said that they were drinking either in the dorms or at the house party or whatever it was and had to attend like an AA type uh, class. And they had to write a paper and they had to do all of these things because they were on campus. But since we had said we were in Bloomington, we didn't get in trouble with the university at all. We faced zero repercussion, only the shame and embarrassment we brought to our families. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So exhilarating. Did the the police like came and they knocked on the door and you're like, oh shit. 
So this is where I would say the naivete came in. I did walk <laughs> past a police officer on my way to this party, like walking up the <laughs> stairs. Like what kind of dingle dongle continues to go in the door? Right. Um, yeah, they just knocked on the door. <laughs> and anyway, they said, there's a police yeah. We are the like, police. We are. Uh, you are all underage. <laughs> yeah. And it was basically like, yeah, everyone stand in a line, have your ID out. Whoa. We're either going to breathalyze you or you just tell us that you were drinking and we're going to give you this ticket. Mm. Ouch. Whoa. And I was like, hmm. that's hard. So that was very naive of me. <laughs> it was very naive. It was like a $300 ticket. Mm, that's I mean, a lot. They really, yeah. the cops in that town only made money off of those oh, sort absolutely. of things that happened. Because wow. 300 times 60, a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that was. But you know, I, I mean. In, very naive of me. So I started drinking in high school because you can in England. Mm. Oh, right. oh yeah, and so you're gonna say Texas, and I was like, "Holy shit!" No, <laughs> when I was when I was 15, oh we moved to London, and you like you can order <clears throat> wine at at a restaurant mm-hmm. as a, as a 16 year old uh, with your parents, but like yeah, it's uh it's very different, it's yeah. very very different. Like yeah, it was uh like drinking was just a very normal thing in high school. Yeah. People went to the pub after school. Weird. And I Whoa. think that's where the like healthy, not healthy medium, because <laughs> alcohol is a poison. It is truly not good for your body. Yeah. But like the the idea that we demonize things so much to kids, the way right. we do with like sex, drinking, drugs, not that kids should be doing drugs, but like we scare them in this way that when they do go out and yeah. like rebel, like I have a theory about pot that like the reason that kids, they say pot is a gateway drug is because they tell kids that it is just as bad as cocaine and heroin and meth. And it's truly not. And these kids are trying, they're smoking weed and then going, yes, I can do this other thing because this wasn't as bad. Right. Right. They're like, well, I've done this now. And so so I think the way that we scare kids into not doing things Mm -hmm. just makes them, I feel like I'm like a living example with my little underage drinking ticket. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, if I feel like if I hadn't been so scared of drinking when I was little that yeah, I don't right. think I would have gone as like cuckoo in college with it. And like, yeah, you know, yeah. I got my tattoo in college because I was like always told that tattoos are really bad and you yeah. shouldn't have tattoos, even though like all my uncles have tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, I want this. This yeah. is what I want. Yeah. Fear in childhood, I feel like is interesting or like how do, how we instill fear in kids <gasps> yeah. just generally yeah. and like what we warn against and what we don't really bother telling them. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. In sure. terms of anxiety. Okay. So anxiety as a kid, I think that there was some with um, like what to eat for breakfast, but I remember being really anxious of like mountain lions or like, do you <laughs> yeah. have any, like oh, sure. fears that have dissipated with age from mostly from elementary school for right now. Elementary for specifically. Oh, Okay, so have you guys seen the movie Hook? <gasps> yes. Oh, scary. Okay. <gasps> yeah. So there is a scene where I, I love that movie too. <laughs> but there is a scene where Hook <clears throat> is trying to pierce the kid's ear oh, with yeah. his hook. At the time, I did not have pierced ears, <gasps> and I had this <laughs> like recurring nightmare. It wasn't even a nightmare because I wasn't asleep. I I would like. I would be trying to fall asleep and I would worry that somebody was going to come in through my window and yeah. try to pierce my ear with their hook. So didn't you sleep with your and so I slept. Oh, so, yeah. so that, is, that is how I became a side sleeper, which is now the, like the bane of my existence. I had to go to physical therapy recently and she's like, you cannot sleep on your side anymore. <gasps> yeah. Really? Because it's messing with my neck. Oh. Yeah. So, so, so I, I would sleep with one ear on my pillow and I would sleep with, the comforter co- so covering my other like, ear so that nobody can get to my ears. <laughs> it sounds like this anxiety never dissipated though. Cause you still do it. <laughs> I still am a side sleeper, but I think I, that's just how I comfortably sleep now. Cause yeah, I've been doing it since habit. I was a kid. Uh, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. now I have to, um, I have to actually put pillows. I have to put, I have to tuck myself in into pillows so I don't turn over yeah. on my side at night. You have to get one of those pillows too, that are super fl- like fluffy that you can pull over your shoulders too. That helps. That's too. really smart. <laughs> Yeah. I should do that. I haven't gotten a, like a, a new pillow yet because I haven't quite figured out my sleeping situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk about aging, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, new I'm not allowed to sleep on my side anymore because I have neck problems. <laughs> like that feels like aging to me. You know, I feel like when you start having having just like body aches, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or just like like normal, like you go through the day with normal pain yeah. and that's just... <laughs> 
that like what you deal with. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's sort of a, an yeah. age thing. Yeah. When the weather starts to change, you feel like, like every uh, single fracture. You're like, my knees. <laughs> my knees. Did you have any childhood fears, Maggie, that have dissipated over the dissipated. years or are still here, still mm. present? Oh, yeah. I was a really skittish kid. I think mm. I've always been afraid of the dark <clears throat> and I'm always just easily spooked. Mm-hmm. And that's never dissipated. You're still afraid of the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also work in an area where there's lots of needles and blood. I used to be terrified. I think exposure therapy helped me a lot. How wow. did you? Not literal, yeah. not like treatment Ooh. exposure therapy, just being in the hospital <laughs> and like getting comfortable being around it. But like vomiting, blood, oh. needles, the smell of cauterization that used to just <gasps> freak me out. Oh my God. But I really wanted to do it. So that kind of helped propel me through my fears. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I would say I didn't have like a lot of like phobias, but I had a lot of preferences. (laughs) 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 So I was a very sort of like stuck in the mud with my, well, I have sensory issues. Like those are real things that people have. Yeah. Um, So like certain clothing items, like I didn't wear jeans when I was little because I didn't like the way they constricted my legs and like, you know, socks and shoes and things like that were really hard uh, that I as, you know, grew up and realized like, oh, if so- if you don't like the way socks feel, you don't have to wear socks. Just, like, yeah. make sure yeah. your shoes are clean and wash your feet and yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Who are cares? Socks right now? No. <laughs> no, I have washable shoes on. I think you're on to something though with the yeah. jeans thing. Like, why? Do, like- <laughs> yeah, they were just so constricting. I didn't like them. Uh, and then, yeah, I had an oral fixation. So I loved my blanket. Mm. I was just obsessed with this blanket. My parents like threw it out, cut it up. I got a second one. <laughs> And like, I could not sleep to save my life without it. And then I lost it at a wedding like eight years ago. No, not eight years ago. It was Katie's wedding. So like six years ago, seven years ago. No, yeah, not it was even. eight. Whoa. No, it must have been. No, not eight. No, not ago. eight. Six. <laughs> but that's interesting that your parents were sort of like, sort of pushing aging on you. They were like, it's enough with the blanket. Yeah. I think that was more to do with my behavior with the blanket. So like <laughs> if I didn't have it, it was full. Yeah. Throwing a ten- temper tantrum at nine over a blanket in uh, public is like a lot. Like that's a right, lot for right. a parent to deal They're with. They're like, we need to address this. Yeah. I think it was like. A little bit of them being like, you're too old for this. <laughs> a little bit of like, you need to stop freaking the fuck out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that idea that that you just raised about like pushing, like growing up onto people. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, there, there are certain things I think throughout people's lives that 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 are pushed onto us or that we or that we do to ourselves oh, that yeah. kind of uh, are either things that we think of as like, okay, this is a grown up thing to do. Like mm-hmm. getting a job, buying a house, having a kid, mm. you know? Yeah. But like for other people, those like those things could happen at any time. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like, you know, buying a house was a big one for us. Oh yeah, that was huge. It was like that made me feel the most adult I've ever felt because I was so confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just the process of like going through all of the financial stuff. That yeah. was that was the that that aged me many years. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what is all of this? Yeah, <laughs> you have like a little like ten word vocabulary that you gain just from doing that. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also yeah. interesting. So you're kind of saying like 
it's easier to just not have the tantrum, like to grow up and to learn to not have it sort of. So there's something of like, oh, they're pushing you. But then it's also like for like, that's, I think, part of getting older is like, oh, there's other ways to do it. Or like there's, you know, like Mm -hmm. or like wearing different clothes like that, like jeans. You just don't have to wear jeans. You don't have to wear. Yeah, I think that came with like age is realizing like if you don't like not like if you don't like something, you don't have to do it. You still have to like do your taxes and things like that. But yeah, you realize that things don't have as much weight as you think they have mm-hmm. when you're little. Like it is like to not have your blankie when you're little is like, this is earth shattering. This yeah. is the worst thing that could possibly happen. But then you like actually have something re- bad happen in your life and you're like, no, this is the worst thing. <laughs> Why did I even care about this blanket? Yeah, you level up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good way of saying it. You level up. Mm-hmm. You level up. Yeah. So teenage you, I remember I was so anxious about not having been kissed did you guys have like 17 years old like what were you super anxious about and why are you now like oh no it's actually totally fine that that mm. happened oh 100 percent. i was a late bloomer late mm-hmm. <laughs> bloomer like college <laughs> i i like i remember i had a friend who like french kissed with her boyfriend and you know she was talking about blowjobs and i was like what? (laughs) Tell me more. Like, how do I do it? What do I do? How do I do it correctly? What if I'm doing it wrong? You know, I was mortified that I was going to do something wrong. Yeah. So mortified that like I had a a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. right. In middle school or something. And, and like, we were that we were under pressure to French kiss each other. I don't know where the pressure was coming oh from. Perhaps from myself. <laughs> perhaps from my friends. Perhaps society. from him. <laughs> just society at large. But I couldn't do it. I have a very uh, like real memory, like physical memory of running out of the room. Like I was, we 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 literally were like standing in the room together, and I was looking. We were like looking at each other, and I just pure fear oh in like in my entire body and so i just gave him like a peck (laughs) and then i went ah i left the room it was just it was i that was the end that was the end that was the end no we were still boyfriend and girlfriend but uh i was like i need more time Oh, <laughs> was he receptive of that? Was he oh, like, it's for okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's a good boyfriend. What, good boyfriend. what was he like? What, were, what clubs were he in? Was he in? He was just a soccer player. <gasps> you did Ariel, a, a type. Yeah. A type. I do. I have a type, guys. I dated like soccer players. I dated comedians. Uh, wow. I mean, Ned, you know, we say it was love at first sight, but we both had a type. <laughs> love at first type. Love at first type. <laughs> I was like, he checks all the boxes. <laughs> yeah, I was a big, um, I had braces all through high school mm. from like eighth grade until senior year. Mm. And then as my parents say, I both the orthodontist to take them off. Um, <laughs> she was like, you are so mean to that man. I was like, I was not mean. I held him to his promise that I would have my braces off by senior pictures. You stood up for chop, yourself. Chop, 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 chop. And maybe they came out a little too soon. And maybe, yes, my gap is coming back. I love your gap. But you know what? It's, it's one of my here favorite to stay. Yeah. Talk about, again, talking about aging. Uh, with time, your gap has gotten bigger and it yeah. is adorable. I love it's, it's going, it's, you know, finding its way around. But yeah, I was super <laughs> insecure about my braces. And I was like, I want these off so badly. Yeah. But now, like, when I look at pictures, I'm like, oh, my God, it was so worth it. Like, yeah. I don't even know. I have, like, three friends from high school still. Not three. I have probably six that I still stay in touch with. I'm like, I don't care what those people thought about me and my braces. Yeah. <laughs> so many so people dumb to be worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have braces, Maggie? Oh, I had braces. I had headgear. I still have an overbite. Yeah, I had headgear for my overbite. They offered to do surgery. I was like, no, nah, we'll try the headgear first. <laughs> but yeah, it's just genetic. I was super insecure about my uh, braces as well. You have great mm-hmm. teeth. I had I wore glasses right and now. braces at the same time. So I was just like frizzy hair. I was like very, <gasps> yes, I had, uh, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup at school. So like I have a very, um, red birthmark in the middle. I was just like very insecure about the way I looked when I was in high school, but 
that has slowly dissipated. Do you guys still wear your retainers? Because I haven't worn mine in a year. Oh, now. don't even feel bad. Oh, I wear, okay. I wear a retainer every night. I have a permanent one and I lost my top one. Yeah. Okay. Good. I okay. sometimes put in the top one like every couple months when I remember trying to get so my like teeth don't yeah. fall out of the mold. I'm eventually supposed to get a night guard because I grind my teeth at night mm-hmm. unknowingly. And that will replace your retainers. Did you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's both do that. At least yeah. for the top. Like, let's say you have a permanent bottom, then you can get a top night guard. But talk to your mm-hmm. talk to your dentist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I had Invisalign as an, as an adult. I had it yeah. like three years ago, mm-hmm. um, and Ned had a bottom retainer uh, as well, which mm-hmm. he broke, and so they gave him uh, like a like a clear night guard basically, mm-hmm. um, and so it's part of our nighttime routine. We both put in our. That's cute. Put in retainers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I don't mind it. It's because I grind my teeth too, and so it it works as a night guard as well. Oh, nice. I think I'd rather have like like a night guard or an Invisalign because mine's like bright orange. There's a crack in mine (laughs) Mm because they had to like allow more space for like one of the – I have a top retainer too that like only closes two of my teeth. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of talking about like frizzy hair and um and like the idea that you're like the most beautiful when you're 22 is definitely not right. Definitely, definitely untrue. not right. Because you no, get like more organized untrue. and have like know how to do your hair, know how to get your hair cut, know what to wear. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So thank goodness. Yeah. There's an interesting discourse happening on um in like the beauty sphere uh-huh. of um like the way that like obviously capitalism, blah, 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 blah. But the way that everything is marketed as like, if you are like 35, 36, you are still young. But the way people talk about your skin and the way they talk about your beauty routine is that you are aging, that everything's anti-aging, that everything Mm. you are, you are not old if you are 36, 37. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really interesting because there are like, you know, the 20 year olds you see that are getting preventative Botox Mm -hmm. and you're like, Whoa. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. What yeah. kind of disposable incomes are you running around with? Number one at yeah. 20. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very Get that TikTok money. <laughs> are getting that TikTok money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's an interesting discourse of like, do you feel, Ariel, you are the oldest yes. of us? Yeah. Do you, would you call yourself old? Would you be like, I'm old? No. Gosh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no, not at all. Uh, no, I, I don't feel old. Uh, I, agree with preventative Botox, but uh, you know, at 35, not at 20. Um, but, uh, no, I, I completely agree with that or like, like not agree, but I, um, uh, like I identify with that where I see those anti-aging products and I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to stave off the aging, you know? Whereas I feel like, Maybe when our parents were 35 or something like that, they were like, oh, I'm old. You know, <laughs> mm. I don't know. I feel like 40 is the new 30. You yeah. heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. So going back to like the anxieties that you had, like Ariel, why did you, why are you, what would you tell your, your 17 year old self of like why it's fine? You didn't have to be anxious about French mm. kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I didn't have to be anxious about French kissing. You know, I, I, wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Truly, I still feel the like anxiety rush over me when I think of that situation. Oh, no, it's just I, like yeah. the second hand so embarrassment. I I don't know what I would tell that person. I still don't think that I know what I would tell that person. You know, Aww. it just came with like ex- just age, you know, and and sort of experience and it, it got to the point where like I I felt comfortable enough with my boyfriend in college to like French kiss. <laughs> I mean, slip him a little tongue. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's like um, I mean, at the risk of being too graphic, it, you know, it's it's like yeah, you you like. There's a difference between making out with someone and just kissing someone, and when you're making mm-hmm. out with someone, it's a lot easier to like slip a little tongue in there, right? It, this, is, yeah. know, this is getting weird. Sure. Right, this is getting weird. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between a pack goodbye and a, you know, right. a tongue in, unless you're on The Bachelor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. exactly. In which case, tongue only. Mm, mm, I like that. <laughs> and then, Becky, what about you? What would you say about braces? Would you just be, be like, 
and made my teeth straight. Yeah, I would be like, I would have just like told my younger self, like, this really doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I am not a person now in life that looks back on like high school and is like, what a time. I wish I could go back. I'm like, honestly, none of those people. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they're doing. They don't know anything about me. Mm-hmm. Who cares what they think? Yeah. You're never going to see them again. Yeah. But when you're that age, that's, that's just it's everything. It's everything. It's yeah. everything. Yeah. I'm both the happiest I've ever been in like my life right now, but I'm also the most anxious. And I mm-hmm. think that that has come just by being aware and like the type of things that are going on in the world right now. Like you're both, I don't know. I kind yeah. of have like positive and I'm mostly positive feelings yeah. towards aging. Aging. Yeah. yeah. No, that is such a relief. Yeah. Tell me about like, what is it sort of like about the stability or is it like um, you're getting into a place of your job where it's like interesting or like what brings you joy now that, that is different? Yeah. So I think when I first started my job, I was super anxious always Mm -hmm. that I was going to make a mistake or something was Mm going to go wrong. But after like, I think like the first two years was like the biggest learning curve, but then you finally get into a rhythm and you're like, okay, I can, I'm not as anxious as I used to be. So now I can think a little clearly and make better decisions and like respond accordingly without being like so frantic. (laughs) Um, And also probably like guide other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then the other half of it is just like, as you get older, you're also seeing everyone around you get older. And like the tough part of that was just watching grandparents, Mm. parents also Mm. get older. And I think that's like the harder, like becoming more aware of like what's going on. Well, what's a time in your life you'd want to return to? Uh, I know that this is going to be, you know, kind of a, kind of a controversial, controversial opinion, controversial opinion, but High school was really fun yeah. for me, but I had a very different high school experience where yeah. I, I like going into high school, I had to make all new friends mm-hmm. because we, we moved, like we moved to a different country and mm-hmm. I went to, I went from a, an enormous high school to a very small high school. So just the going from a, a really big school that maybe wasn't like an awesome school to going to a, like a really good school where my teachers were like, Ariel, you seem to be struggling with this. What can I help you with? You know, like, like Aww, that sort yeah. of thing. And, and just learning to, I learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. in those first couple of years of high school, <clears throat> mm-hmm. just because I had to learn to like adapt to this new situation and uh, like adapting in a different country. And like, am I American? Am I British? Like, am I, an expat, like it was just sort of learning how to be this in this new situation. Mm. Um, and I, I just, I remember that time being so exciting, <laughs> so exciting. And the, there were a lot of hard, like difficult moments too. Uh, obviously, like I had to make all new friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I struggled to make friends and I had to, you know, I got really close with my family because we spent a lot of time oh, together yeah. because, you know, I was just, it was some of the best, like, times of my lives, uh, of my lives, of my <laughs> lives, of my lives, of Ariel Fulmer. <laughs> you know, they were, and yeah, it was just such a change, mm-hmm. you know, the, the parties that we went to and the, the people that I met, it was just different, mm-hmm. you know, and I. I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was really fun. When you say like <laughs> you um, you learned a lot about yourself, what did you learn? And do you feel like since you were in a new place, was it more learning or was it like, this is who I want to be and like, I'm going to, and I have like a blank slate and I can just like create it? Well, I was still in high school. So, you know, like the idea of learning who I was, like, you don't know who you are when you're in high school. Right. Uh, I, d- I didn't learn that until probably after Ned and I had been married. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I I gained a confidence that I could yeah. do it. Right. And I, I think, think that's, that was, that's really what it was, was yeah. that, you know, I, I when I was living in Texas, I had, I had grown up with my friends and you grow into a, mm-hmm. a role. Yeah. What was yours? Uh, I was like the mom, 
Oh yeah, yeah. She's always been mom. I've always been the mom. Yeah, I was. I was the mom. We always like when we lived in Texas. um, All of my friends would come over to my house. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure why. I think that my my parents were always like, "Bring your friends over. Bring your friends over." So we would all bring all of our friends over, and they we they would eat snacks, and we would watch TV in that house. That was that's a good place to be. And so you know, so I would always be like the hostess. I'd be like, "Okay, snacks for everybody, and here's this, and here's that. What are we watching? You know, are you staying the night? Like." you know that sort of thing what are we doing um but then when we moved you know you could break out of the mold that you were put in growing up in the same place mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. it was it was just different you know mm-hmm. i and, and i gained the confidence that i could be uh that i that i could live in different roles um mm-hmm. which has helped me tremendously throughout <laughs> my life because it, when you're in a a like a stressful situation or a difficult situation or a new situation yeah. that for a lot of people is one of the most anxiety inducing things that you can do. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were, we were talking earlier about Maggie b- being in her first uh, like try guys video, mm. you know, and, and, and Ned's like putting all this pressure on you to like speak up, be bigger, be mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, hun, you can't do that to people like, you know, but because those, those situations are, are difficult and stressful. And I feel like, uh, being put in a situation like that and, uh, having a lot of like support in throughout that process, um, made me very confident in those situations and being able to like, then, then go to college and make friends and like, you know, be, like I didn't go crazy in college because I was like, no, this is, this is just normal. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. You're like used to it. You're yeah. used to new things being thrown at you all the time. Yeah. And like constantly adapting. Yeah. So what was the role that you slipped into in high school instead? Were you cool? Were you like a party? No, I was okay. not cool. No, no, no. <laughs> but not uh, the mom. I, w- I was not cool, but I was okay with that. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because actually the cool kids at that school were like doing oh, yeah. coke. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty small school. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was also, you know, a lot of people were, came from like families. It, it was a private school. And so it was like there were wealthier families there and uh, people who traveled a lot and people who wore like designer clothes. Yeah. So wow. those were the cool kids. <laughs> you know, I was a very normal kid. <laughs> I was just like completely average, played sports, <laughs> drank a little bit, <laughs> went, went to the parties, went home early. Was being American like a big part of your identity in high school? No, no, it wasn't mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because most of the kids at the school were American. Oh, okay. Um, some were not, but, uh, actually a lot of what I did in high school was try to be British. <gasps> yeah. Yay. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. That's so cool. <laughs> did you and your sister like talk in British accent? We did. We British did. Accents? We tried so hard. We tried so hard to like assimilate Yeah. because we, so we were on a, we were on the rowing team together, my sister and I, and, um, so we would Your have to like bosses. Yeah. yeah. So, so we would Basically. like we we would take the we would take the tube to the rowing club, which was across the city, mm-hmm. and we spent a lot. And we had like weekend practices, and morning practices, and a lot of times we would you know just be out in the city like being kids, and uh, we didn't want to explain to people that we were American. Wow. It was just easier to just pretend to be British. Wonder if they saw right through. Yeah, the I'm sure they saw right through us. I'm sure they saw right through us. When I was little, and we went skiing. Me and my friend would always pretend to be like from a different country on this on the lift. And I'm sure the people were like, "Come on, like, stop talking." Like kids, like kids these days. Do you pretend to be like Canadian, or did you pretend to be like different Dutch. one every time? We just, oh my god, we just switch it up. Um, and we were like eight. I'm sure it was like really bad, poorly done, but <laughs> like little Irish kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so that that's really interesting about about um, switching switching identities, and I think identity and mm-hmm. aging yeah. also sort of like go hand in hand and settling in. I mean, like you said that you felt like you figured out who you were after you met Ned. What was like when? What was like the journey? Well, we'll, we'll do that, a whole episode. I think on that, that just came yeah. with age. Mm. Yeah, you know, we're talking about aging. Yeah. I think that that came with age. Mm. But I mean, what about for you guys? Do you feel like you know who you are? Do when did that happen? Yes and no, I think. Um, yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, ah, still working on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I think with, uh, yeah, I, I like age. I like getting older. Mm-hmm. I think it's, 
I think you get better with age, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> like a fine line. Yeah. Like an age but if I could go back. So I'd go back to early 20s. Not that I would do like uh-huh. a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Tell us about your early 20s. Yeah. Like what, what were you doing? Well, I. So right when I turned 21 is when Keith and I started dating. Right. So I never had like that going out to bars sort of experience or like not that I would want it. But it has always been something in my head that I was like, oh, that must be like fun. Like, what was that like? <laughs> and then when I think about it, I'm like. I don't know. Maybe it's not that fun. You know, I kind of go back and forth. Kind of that like, not grass is always greener. Yeah. Because like, I'm glad I'm married and I'm glad we started dating when I was 21. Yeah. Um, But it was definitely like a growing up together kind of thing. Yeah. Mm, And so you would go back to that? Yeah, I think I'd go back to it. And I think like the year that Keith and I lived apart, I would have done more. Really? Yeah. Done more with what? Like gone out more with my friends. Like done. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I did foster a lot of like really good friendships during that year. Because and like I also worked a lot, which was nice. Um, But I think I could have done more. I could have been like less mopey, Mm. you know, Mm. especially like because we had a deadline for when we were going to stop being long distance. Like I knew it was going to be over in a year. But you still get sad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you still get bummed. So I think I would have spent more time like just like. Hanging out with my friends and yeah. Yeah. When were you long distance? 23 to 24. We were long distance. I had always wanted to move to LA Mm because I went to school for acting and that's what I thought I wanted to do at the time. Yeah. But I had like, since I was freshly graduated, I just didn't want to go yet. And Keith had already like, he was 25 or 26 at the time. Oh, he was in LA and you were So he had already, (laughs) you know, kind of done the Chicago market Mm -hmm. and, you know, did his Coors ad so he was able to move. (laughs) And so we did long distance for that year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I might, I would oh, have. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Tried okay. to do more things. Maybe got gotten a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Learned yeah. a skill. So you were sort of like, I'm not ready to go to LA. And then yeah. you were just like, let me give myself a year. Or mm-hmm. after the year, you were like, okay, now I'm ready. No, I knew it was going to be a year. Because I knew I always, I, I love Chicago, but it's so cold. Yeah. It is so cold. And I never wanted to be cold again. Mm-hmm. And I had yeah. just always wanted to move to LA. And you well, weren't ready yeah. to leave your family yet, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't want to leave them yet either. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll stay, stay here for a year. Yeah. I was like, NBD. What did you do in that year? Were you? I worked so much. I just like was constantly waiting tables. I was like, yeah, I'll take that double. Yeah, I'll do that. Awesome. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I was living with my girlfriends at the time. It was the first time I ever lived with women. Wow. <laughs> I will never do it again. <gasps> Why? I hated it. I hated living with women. I'm going to say it. I loved living what? with a gay man. That is my ideal partner for <laughs> li- cohabitation. Why? What, what did you, what, what did you not like? It's just the like politics of everything. Oh. It was like, we were all pretty good friends in college and then, you know, we, two of us worked at the same place. And mm-hmm. so it was just like seeing a lot of each other and a lot of each other's boyfriends too, because mm-hmm. they both were in long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like yeah, a lot to be in that shared living space, but it was only $400 a month. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Mm. Oh, the and dream. it was in like a beautiful location. Wow. It was a gorgeous apartment. I miss it so much. Oh. Um, we'll put but I Chicago. do not miss, miss living there. It was on Addison and Levitt. So it was, uh, oh, that's beautiful. technically, uh, it's like North it's in Andersonville. No, it's not Andersonville It's the Roscoe village. Mm. It was Roscoe village. Yeah. By Southport. And I lived right above the bus stop. So wow. every morning I got to hear Addison and love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what was good about like early twenties? Like, what do you miss or what would you redo? Just like growing with Keith or what? Yeah, I think I would, um, I would definitely save more. Mm. <laughs> I would definitely save more. I, you know, being at, you know, 21 to 24 walking around with like wads of serving cash was like not, you know, I, I don't know if you guys are the same way, but if there's like money in my hand, it's like more dangerous than money on a credit card to me. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Like if I have a 20 in my pocket, it's like, if there's a valet, I'll be like, oh, it's just valet. I have a 20. Really? I have I'm no idea. And I've always been that way. If I was like out to dinner, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to get this nicer glass of wine because I have this, you know, ah. extra serving money here. So oh. like, yeah, was, I am kind of the opposite. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Like, it feels more card. real when yeah. I use it. You're actually physically like holding it. 
Yeah. And yeah. if it's singles, you're like, okay, I would like to allot this much to this and then this much to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I would save more. I would probably quit my job. <laughs> I would have quit serving much sooner. What would you do instead? I, I would have done literally anything else. I would have found- it was just soul sucking. It was just like, people are so mean. Yeah. Like, I just uh. think like- it's hard. I think everyone should have to wait tables at some point in their yeah. life, even if it's just for one week, to see like <laughs> truly how bad people can be so mm -hmm. that you're never surprised later in life when yeah. people are bad. You're like, well, I knew you always had it in you <laughs> to be this way. Like it's kind of a yeah. negative way to look at it, but it was it was like also very like now people can say shit to my face yeah. and I'll just smile and be like, oh yeah. Such a life skill. And it's like but. very much about like reading people and then being like, well, if I just don't change my expression and I just look at you the exact same way, everything's totally fine. This <laughs> like, is great. We're, yeah. I'm fine, you're fine. I'm fine, it's you're fine. fine. We're all having the fun. The kitchen's working on it, it's fine. And I see you enjoyed your meal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I probably would have quit serving sooner Yeah, and found any other job. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done because the money was addicting. Oh. Yeah. I have, I have friends who, uh, who just are lifetime servers. I love um, career servers. But uh, they were like, they quit during the pandemic because mm -hmm. people got meaner yeah. and yeah. they tipped less. Mm -hmm. It's insane to me that like, I don't know. I've had some shitty servers in the past better believe they still got 20% yeah. And, yeah. and thank you so much. Everything was wonderful. Yeah. Like You don't like, not tip people. That's yeah. not, that's it's just insane. not, it's, it's, yeah. that's not a question. You don't not yeah. tip them. 20% yeah. minimum every time or don't go out to eat. Yeah. yeah. Stay home. Yeah. yeah. Cook your food. Yeah. But it was a good life skill. It was, yeah. yeah. It was a learning, definitely a learning experience. Yes. But you would have gotten out. Mm, I would have gotten out sooner. <laughs> yeah. You just get sucked back in. I left it a couple times to do like, I worked at Sprinkles. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to wait tables. Mm -hmm. But I also don't have lots of other skills to apply. <laughs> so I was like, Sprinkles sounds nice. Wait, what's Sprinkles? The cupcake store. Oh, so I just ran you never had Sprinkles? <laughs> and ice cream. I've never had Sprinkles. Someone get rainy sprinkles? sprinkles cupcakes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll bring Sprinkles one day. Hey, it's I'm good. So Maybe sorry. your birthday. Yeah. Early birthday Sprinkles. Yeah. yeah. They're still no, like so the good. best cupcakes to get for you know, like a party or something. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they like come fancy, in like the box. Like and, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but they're, they're fun. And I worked at the movie theater and I was like, I'm not gonna be a server. I'm gonna work at the movie theater. Okay. So I'm gonna watch movies like, all day. Ah, which was awesome. That was really good. <laughs> but yeah, I would have yeah. done different career choices, but like the friends I had and the stuff I did, I really liked in my yeah. early twenties. It was just like a very like tight knit group of people. That oh I'd, yeah, it was like friends. The, yeah, the it was friends. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah. lived so close. Like everybody mm -hmm. from my college moved to Chicago and it was yeah. very like. You'd drink, you'd go out, you'd work. You'd, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. all just very like fun. Yeah, I would definitely That's say it was a definitely a time in my life when I'd be like, oh, it was a lifestyle. Yeah. It was definitely like the server <laughs> lifestyle of like sleeping till noon. Right. Getting ready for work, going on an audition, going to work, going out drinking sleeping till noon, <laughs> getting ready for work, going to a class. Like yeah. it was a very like, yeah. Yeah. Sounds kind of romantic. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It was it definitely like dirtier great. than that. Like <laughs> it was like a grungy time. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, I had fun. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Maggie, really quick. What, what's the time that you would go back to? <sighs> I think the summers in between high school. Because I don't necessarily oh, yeah. want to go back to mm -hmm. high school, but I loved the friends that I had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also remember, I had gone to Peru pretty frequently when I was younger, mm -hmm. but I fully don't remember my first trip until probably like middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I feel like my entire world kind of just like opened up when I went over there and like met 50% of my, the rest of like more than that like 70% of my family who lived over there uh, mm -hmm. and like how different it is from yeah. where I grew up um, and spending time with my grandparents and my sisters and my mom, like yeah. having that time where we all had no responsibilities besides hanging out with each other. Oh. We all have like oh. jobs now so nice. yeah. yeah, and like, it's such a rare moment when we all can all be together. So just I think I can just family. Yeah. yeah. Being with family, oh, being so able to nice. spend time with friends that isn't surrounded by just school yeah. or work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I think those times were really special. Yeah. And then if I could go back and change something, I think I'd take more time 
in college because my college experience yeah. was actually unlike anybody. Well, you were nursing at 21. When you said I, that, I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I like went that? boom, boom, boom. I, yeah. I chose the school that wasn't impacted. Uh, I wanted to get in and out. But yeah. now I like didn't get to study abroad, which I do regret. Mm-hmm. Like if anyone, if you guys do have the means to ever do that, I highly recommend traveling abroad. Yeah. Um, and then... I feel like there's so many nursing programs now that you can get as like a second degree or you can get like an accelerated nursing program. Like if I I wish I just would have taken my time and like relished that life stage more because I was just very like, okay, I have to get into nursing school. Okay, Mm -hmm. I have to get straight Mm -hmm. A's. And like I was just kind of a hermit four years (laughs) of nursing school. And then I like popped out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an adult now and I have responsibilities. (laughs) Going going straight into nursing at 21, that's like immediate adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other, what's the other age that people would normally go into nursing if they did like, because is it, traditional four years of college and then you go to nursing school if you get your bachelor's if yeah. you get your bachelor's then, and what you did was all four years where yeah. you got you got your nursing degree and a bachelor's at the same time or is the nursing degree um there's the a couple only different thing. other programs there's like ucla has a program where you can study two years after you had your bachelor's degree in whatever field that you oh, want okay. you Whoa. study for two years as to become a nurse and you graduate with your master's in nursing it's like whoa, whoa. We had like, there was a couple of nurses that started with me at UCLA that mm. like were kinesiology or like physical therapists. And then mm. they decided they wanted to be nurses. So then I just uh, wish there, like okay. I could have been told, like, if you want to be a nurse, don't worry. There's lots of like pathways for you to get there. You don't mm-hmm. need to be in such a rush. Yeah. You don't have to mm-hmm. just do this accelerated program. Yeah. You could go to Yeah. College. I wish I just like. <laughs> have a minor. <laughs> I know. I remember just graduating high school and everyone's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't. I nursing I like helping people I guess I do this yeah. and then I just dove yeah. head first yeah what was your so when you went to Peru did you stay with your grandma mm-hmm. what was the house like like what what street was it on where was it close to the water was it like so it was in the capital of Peru I'd say we were like 20 minutes from the water if we drove by taxi um it was the same house that my mom grew up in mm-hmm. Um, so they had, they've been, they're still in that house now. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's just like lots of memories, lots of like trinkets. I remember she Mm -hmm. had like a lot of Parisian inspired furniture. We'd have like dinner together every night and it was just, it was really nice. It was like a slow paced way of living. Did they have a backyard? They had like a little, um, it wasn't like a garden. I wanted mm-hmm. to say it's like all tile back there mm-hmm. and like oh, lots so of like clothes hangers. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, you could, he- our, the neighbors had like roosters and that would wake <gasps> us up every morning. <laughs> How long did you usually go for? I think in the summers, like at least two weeks, sometimes a month if we oh could. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just because like the flight there was pretty That's expensive, yeah. especially yeah. to bring your kids over there. And it was like an eight hour, sometimes if we had a layover longer than eight hours or nine hour flight. Yeah. yeah. So we really wanted to make use of our time with our grandma. Yeah. 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 So you guys were, like you get that time change thing, you get sure. used yeah. to a routine and then you can like enjoy yourself, not just like, yeah, go, go, go. We have to do all these things because we only have a week here. Exactly. Yeah. And there was just yeah. so many different family members. When we were there, I think we saw a different family member Every t- the last time I was there, which was like four years ago now. Gosh, it doesn't seem that long, but because of the panini, um, yeah. things just, yeah. Um, we would see a different family member every single day. And we didn't even tell uh. my dad's side of the family that we were there because we didn't want to make them mad. <gasps> I hope none of them listen to this I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Family secrets, I know. I know. I know, right? She's like, oh, God, don't tell your dad's side of the family. Right here. <laughs> that, that does sound wonderful. Because yeah. also, I mean, you were there with your mom and your sisters, and you guys were all like teenagers. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were a little bit older, mm-hmm. and so you could kind of wander around by yourselves if yeah, you wanted to. Explore. And spend time with, like, my mom had three brothers, so just like... A, like we would always keep tra- uh, like keep in touch via phone and like FaceTime now, but back then it was like only the phone. So I feel like I didn't really know who my uncles were right. at the yeah. time. And then just like learning so, who they were, their interests. Like one of my uncles is like super into writing and like a lot of literature and history. So he would just like expose me to all these like cool, like Peruvian folk 
pails and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, it's really so cool. Was it like huge meals where you guys would sit around and just like talk for hours? Yeah, lots of talking. Oh. Lots and lots of talking. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like such that a good time. Wonderful. Oh, I want to go back to that <laughs> time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We should all go to Peru one, oh, one day. Yes. We'll go to one grandma's day. house. Let's do it. Yeah. I yeah. feel like this has been a really uh, <laughs> nice. like nice podcast. I really enjoyed <laughs> spending this time with you guys and yes. with the listeners um, going down memory lane. Yeah. Um, yes. Aging is beautiful. And uh, it's lucky. You're lucky that you get to go yes. grow old. Some people don't yes. get to grow old. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Like, wow. thank Not you. a morbid thought, but. It's kind of there. Thank you, body, for thank you, body, body. getting me, Mm -hmm. letting me wake up this morning. Yeah, Yeah. everybody say thank you to your bodies today. Give yourself a little hug. Make sure you're washing your hands, wearing your masks. Get after sex. Yes, after sex. Get your booster. Mm-hmm. Be nice to people, and always mm-hmm. tip your server twenty percent or more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love that. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.